If you're an occupational therapist looking to develop your skills in hand therapy, this podcast is for you. Your host, Huang Tron, occupational therapist and certified hand therapist turned serial entrepreneur with her own therapy clinic in Miami. Huang is an author and successful coach helping occupational therapists get jobs, develop their skills, and become certified hand therapists so they can become experts in their area. Huang works with occupational therapists from across the United States and around the world. She talks about everything from hand therapy skills, career development, leadership skills, money mindset, and business. You too can become an expert certified hand therapist, business owner, and have more choices in your career. Subscribe now. So... If you're an occupational therapist, physical therapist, you're studying for the hand therapy exam, or even if you're not studying, but you're a therapist, and you think you are completely burnt out, this is the topic for you. That come join me today. Come listen in. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear your what you're struggling with. It really helps me to kind of like provide some some insights right for what you can do to one spot it and two what to do to help yourself right so it's really key you give a spot it so if you're a therapist and you want to become a certified hand therapist you want to work in hands and you're feeling it already you're feeling like oh my god I might be burnt out I'm an occupational therapist certified hand therapist and we are in my clinic right now so we can talk about that it's something that I see often with the new staff that, I'm, and I can tell you right now, as someone with you know with a small team, is that it really doesn't matter if you're a therapist or not a therapist. You you see burnout in in all types of industries, solely just to us therapists. But specifically, I'm going to give you some strategies today on what you can do if you're studying to become a certified hand therapist, right? If you're studying to become a certified hand it can be a lot right let's not lie about it it can be a lot it can be a lot because there's tons of subjects and topics even within hand therapy that you have to cover a lot of times people think oh hands well yeah it's just hand but hands are one of the most complex you know parts of our body and then on top of that it's not just the hand you've got to know hands you've got to know you've got to know elbows and shoulders and, and even neck right? Because all of that's related. You have to know how things work well. You have to know chronic issues. You have to know post-surgical stuff. You have to like types of neurotypes types of conditions. So there's so many different things when it comes to the hand and arm that you might not possibly have um, treated any or all of them. So it can be a little bit, you know, daunting to sit around and think about all the stuff that you know, you have to study for the exam. Now, if you didn't catch my live, go through the post and watch it. Cause I talk about how to create a plan that will take away the overwhelm, right? So you wanna be realistic in your plan. It's one of the first things I often talk about, talk to people about studying and helping them create their plan. So right now, hand exam prep program is open for enrollment. So if you are looking to take the exam in May of next year, we are right now a year away, and this is the best, best time to get started. If you haven't gotten started yet, now is a great time to get started and, and put your sight upon taking the exam in May of 2023.
If you've already been studying, but you're struggling quite a bit to get to home run for the November exam, the hand exam prep program is open. I really invite you to come grab a call, like book a call with me. And we can, I can help you create that plan so that it's more realistic, it's doable, ask you some questions to kind of gauge like where you're at and you know, how likely, you know, what needs to happen to help you become successful, right? And one way to help you become successful <laughs> is to avoid burnout. Because I know you want the goal. I know you want to become a certified hand therapist. I know you want to really, I can tell you right now, the majority of people who come on or come in my program, they really want to be such great therapists. They want to be considered experts in their area. They want to be known to help, you know, certain types of patients post-surgeries work with post-surgical cases or any kind of case that comes your way you know in my clinic here at hands-on therapy services we treat like i would pretty of our cases i would say majority of our cases are complex cases regardless of whether there are surgical cases or non-surgical cases right the surgical cases that come in they are they can be very complex and then our non-surgical cases they flex in the in the way that they're chronic, right? So it involves being able to know how to evaluate really to get to the root cause of things. So I know that there's a ton of information and when you're coming into hand therapy, there's so many things for you to do. So as you're as you're working towards being this when you study for the exam, it really solidifies it just because it from the studying, it just allows you to think at a higher level, to be able to critically think through and, and help make decisions that are coming to you because they have some grave types of injuries, right? So if you're studying for the exam and you're starting to, to see signs of burnout, like let's see what you can do about it. So, you know, I always talk about things for the most part, just about every life, if you really think about it, falls on a bell curve, right? For the most part, just about everything falls on a bell curve. Depends on where you want to be on that bell curve, right? So a lot of times there's two there's two types. Like at the ends of the spectrum on the bell curve is when things are too easy. Right? Things are too easy you can be bored and you can experience burnout i don't know about you but i have spoken to therapists who don't work in certain in certain settings right because they feel like it's the same shit over and over and they're just bored as hell it's too easy they're not being challenged they're not the only challenging is how heavy the work is right and so if you're if you're completely bored and you see no growth potential, then you it's it's very easy to kind of get to the stage where you're burnt out, right? If something is too hard on the other side of the bell curve, it's too hard, you essentially can also experience so hard for you that that um, it's so hard that it's extremely challenging, right? Like that it it's almost defeating you know kind of like you got you got too beat up so anywhere on the ends of the spectrums you're likely to experience burnout
So one of the very first things about not being burnt out and staying in this area is really to create that realistic plan. All right. You've got to create a realistic plan in order to essentially stay out of burnout. And that's how, that's one of the ways like you spot it. You know, the ways you spot it, that's one of the ways that spot it and you're aware of it, it can really help you, right? So stay in that middle of the bell curve where it's just enough. If it's, if it's not too easy, like you in hand therapy, in hand therapy, there are some things that are too easy or some things that are kind of boring. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes if you're too good at it, you know, or you deem it like, oh, oh it's a, you know, easy trigger finger or something like that, or an easy, you know, like, oh, I'm tired of doing these distal radius fractures. Everybody's a distal radius fracture, you know, or, or arthritis, you know, so it can sometimes be too easy. So you want to see where you can fall into that you know bell curve and then yourself a few questions right so you want to be realistic and part of being realistic is setting these like expectations that you have uh, in your own head it's nobody else's head but you so let's be honest right so so ask yourself these questions when you're studying right do you feel the need to do you feel the need to read? Do you get easily overwhelmed and anxious? Do you get easily overwhelmed or anxious? Does it take you longer to remember or understand concepts? Right? So if you're answering yes to these questions, you know, if you're answering yes to these questions, give yourself more time. We've got nothing, you know, but time in the sense, right? Give yourself more time. If you're answering no, then you potentially could go faster. So if you're watching this or if you're watching this on replay, you know, type into the chat, yes or no, right? Type into the chat for me, yes or no. So let me, you know, to create a realistic plan so that you can stay in the middle of the, the bell curve, do you need to read everything? Yes. Do you get easily overwhelmed or anxious, you know, about what you're reading and studying? Yes. Does it take you longer to remember or understand concepts because you feel the need to like fully understand them? If it's yes, just have more time. There's absolutely no judgment, right? Right. Don't judge yourself for that. Just give yourself more time. And if you go back to watch that other video where I do talk about creating that plan, then give yourself more time and just do it. Just do it from this, you know, like let's say it's May to May of 2023. The key thing here is to not keep putting it off. Like I often talk about don't keep putting it off, right? Don't keep putting it off because you're scared to don't put it off because you're scared to fail again don't put it off because you're afraid that someone's going to judge you because they're going to know that you took this exam and then what if the stories that you tell yourself in your head are just so so wrong half the time right? all right they're wrong half the time 
So give yourself more time. So yes, thank you for answering that, Serena. I think that give yourself more time. Absolutely no judgment. I've had I had a student when she joined my program, she said, I'm gonna do it at this time. And uh two months into it, she's like, Huang, I you know, I I I want to rethink this and I want to recreate a plan. I said, okay, let's let's get through a few questions first and see how we we can create this plan because I don't want you just to give up because you feel like it's hard. I want you to actually know based on some self-assessments, right? Based on your self-assessments so that you can be realistic with yourself. She felt the need to read everything. She felt the need, like she did get overwhelmed if she didn't read everything. And it just, it helped her to feel more comfortable to know that she understood fully and that she could remember certain things. She ended up being in the program for 12 months. And when she took the exam, she passed, right? And she took the pass. Now that requires a certain honesty. You know, I, I talk about this, you know, just her hand. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's terrible. Hand injuries are bad. Hand injuries are bad. That's why they require specialist certified hand therapists to, to help them. So I had another student who, who, she time to read everything no she's like she didn't she she just came in watched the videos took notes read from her notes came on the calls answered you know asked questions and she didn't feel the need to have to memorize everything and she felt really comfortable with what we helped her create and she was able to go faster so she came in for that full six month plan, but she also had a certain amount of experience and stuff like that. So if you're coming in with less experience, you know, depending. So that's why this assessment is really important. And that's why it's so important to really create a plan for you so that you can be successful, right? So that you can be successful. So that's number one. So signs of study burnout, what you can do about it. Well, what you that realistic plan, right? Especially when you're studying and things are too hard. Realistic plan. Number two is plan in your breaks. Plan in your breaks. I often talk about chunking, right? So chunk, um, chunk your during the day. Chunk them into pockets of time. You can or that you plan in your breaks between those chunks during that day it could be during that week but really make sure you're giving yourself breaks right you're giving yourself breaks and then setting a cadence or flow so that you don't burn out so we often talk about that in the hand exam prep program hard and heavy for three months and then during this time right now as you know opening the program and enrolling more students in we're going a little bit slower and if, you know, for my members who are in that went through the last three months, we went hard and heavy. Now their cadence is just a little bit slower. It allows them to go back through and it allows them to say, okay, what do I already know? What topics didn't I get a chance to really fully cover? And I don't understand as much or I don't with. So I'm going to go through it now. And then when we go from August until November to take the exam, people who have been in the program already will now go through you know, and then it's there, we call it intense review, 
right? And so that we can we get through all of the topics, all of the materials as much as possible. So remember exam, there's everything is top mind, right? Of mind. So so a cadence is really important. And in your with the cadence, it's it's planning your breaks, right? That's how we set it up. So, you know, if you're starting to feel like I might be burning out, it's okay to take a break. You gotta plan those breaks out. You gotta plan those breaks in with your studying so that you don't make it so hard on yourself that you quit. I think there's a lot of therapists, you know, who find it really hard and they keep saying it's hard and then everywhere that they go, everyone's telling them how hard it is and so hard that you end up dropping off. And I'm here to tell you, let's recreate this plan. Let's get you structured. Let's get you focused and let's get you to the goal that you said that you were going to achieve, right? Because I do do believe need more certified hand therapists. And I live in a big city. I have people from all over, from different countries, different cities, from different states, you know, like areas. It's not all urban, some very rural areas. And really, honestly, there, there's just so, so much need for, for therapists. I really do believe that you get more choices in your career. I mean, look, if you look back, when we were going through the pandemic, you know, when COVID hit, like the people who lost their jobs potentially were who were generalists, right? Who kept their jobs? Specialists. You know, maybe you didn't keep all of your hours, but you kept more of them when someone, you know, needed you. Hospital systems need a certified hand therapist. Private places, just like my my own clinic, I need a certified hand therapist. Chain clinics, certified hand therapists. Hand surgeons need this, right? And the more skilled you are, the more likely you're going to have the choices, have the jobs, and you're going to get those positions and you can ask for more money so that you can avoid burning. You know, as long when you're constantly learning, the people who learning, right? Not too hard, not, not too easy. Don't get bored, right? If you if it's too easy and you're, you're bored, shitless, you're not learning, you're not progressing, you're not doing anything new, like burnout. I think another another part of burnout is like when you don't like what you do, right? When you don't like what you do. Hand therapists is that a lot of hand therapists like what they do. They just don't like the studying part. But the studying part is just a small, like little piece of the, the whole grand scheme of things. The best thing about becoming a certified hand therapist is once you do it, you keep it forever, right? The return on your investment is for the rest of your life, is for the rest of your career. So this small little pocket of window that you're having to study, it's a small sacrifice for the long-term gain of what you're gonna get from having a really fruitful career, of having more choices in your career, all of that stuff. So plan in your breaks so, you, so that you keep studying so that you can become a certified hand therapist. It's the only part you need right now, right? 
Now the third, after creating a realistic plan, and then two, planning your breaks, the third one is to create and keep boundaries. I don't know. I don't know which one is harder, to create a realistic plan or to create and keep, I'm not really sure. You tell me. Type it into the chat. What? Which one do you think is easier? <laughs> to create and keep boundaries or to create a realistic plan? Because sometimes we want the world yesterday, right? And we're just talking to my ops manager and we're talking about like how, you know, you know, this happens to everybody where we think we can do so much more than we actually can and then shit on ourselves for the fact that we didn't get it done, right? It's a perspective and you have to like keep type of work of like not being so negative. That is practice that is, you know, hanging out with the right people that can help you, you know, stay focused and stay, how do you say, stay focused and, you know, stay positive to a certain extent, keep a certain perspective. So, so create, create and keep boundaries. So if you're in a negative brain space, and this is where I was talking, if you're in a negative brain space and you're talking to someone in that same space, all you see and hear is that negativity. And when you, when all you hear and see is that negativity, you're, that's all you, you're going to keep hearing and, and feeling that, right? So when you spot that, You've got to make sure that you're moving away from that. Like literally just talking about that. Like, because negativity creates more negativity, right? So we can all get at some point, but when, you know, I can only talk about like what happens to me when I get really negative. One of the things that I do is, you know, I make sure I look for the person who can, that I'm going to talk to, that's going to bring me out of that negative mindset. If I sit there and talk to someone who's also negative, then all I'm going to see is like they're going to just negativity bouncing back and forth, right? So uh, you want to make sure that you find someone that you can go to so that you can keep a positive with us. And then you have to do everything that you can do to protect that space. And that's really about creating and keeping those bounds. Now it can be really hard because there's going to be people in your life that you love, that you care about, and that sometimes are just negative, right? Part of sometimes they're negative because they're just, they were like, they were like that before you got there. And then sometimes they're negative because they worry about you. Like for example, my mother, when I was studying for the exam, you know, my mother was very negative. My mother was like, oh, you know, but why are you doing this? What are you this for? She didn't mean it in a bad way. She just like, you know, didn't want me to get hurt or maybe she didn't really understand the importance, but I couldn't talk to the woman before I took my exam. I needed to like make sure that any conversation around that got shut down. I wasn't listening to it because, you know, I was, I really wanted to be focused. I knew what I needed to do to become a certified hand therapist, which is really to study. I had a deadline because, you know, my, like my job was at stake, right? I felt like my job was at stake. I got told them I was going to become one so they could have one in their office. And I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to, to quote unquote fail. Right. So I just knew like, 
anyone would talk to where they were like, oh, you know, it's a really hard test. You know, good luck with that. No, what kind of BS is, is that? Tell me who else has that. You know, I definitely had that. So it's really important as you're studying so that you can you can weigh, you make yourself to be in this realm is is to create those boundaries. Right? Create those create those boundaries so that you can stay focused, you can stay structured, so that you can study and prepare for the for the exam. So here's a plan. Number two is breaks. Make sure you plan those in, schedule those in. And number three is create uh, and keep those boundaries, right? So one of the first things to do is you got to spot when you have burnout and really under you have it. If it's not, if you just hate being a hand therapist, well then, you know, get out of hand therapy, right? You hate being an OT? Well, shit. I'm so sorry that you got so many years of school in and now, now you hate a therapist. I can tell you when I was first a therapist, because I wasn't good at what I was doing, I hated being a therapist. I didn't hate being a therapist because I hated being a therapist. I hated being a therapist because I wasn't good at being a therapist. Once I got better and better and I developed my skills, I became really good and I had to love being a therapist, just a therapist. And then because I really, you know, I really liked what I, it's like, I couldn't imagine doing something else. I couldn't imagine. I had an opportunity around two years out of school too. I could have gone back to school and gotten my degree in business, but then you're learning something new. If I wasn't good at being a therapist and I, I was getting quote unquote burnt out because I wasn't good at what I was doing. Well, what was I going to do? I was going to go get another degree so I can learn something else. So I could be not good at that thing. Right. When I started, I not good in business, but I had to, man, I had to learn. And I, it was the same thing. I had to make sure I stayed out of the, it's too hard. And there is nothing easy about business. So I don't even know who gets to sit in the, it's too easy, burnt out. Some Actually, sometimes in certain phases of your business, it can get really easy. And you, you'll, you'll sabotage your business because it's too easy but let me do business talk uh, but the, it's the same thing this bell curve happens in all aspects in different phases when i first came out i didn't like being an ot i i found out it was because i wasn't good at it my expectations were not clear on it and what you know like we all fucking live in la la land when we come out of school like everything's peaches and cream you know and then the world smacks you in the face and you're like holy shit that's i didn't think ot was like that so i had to like learn some of that in the first several years of my career as a therapist but over time i've, I've developed my skills i went into hand therapy and it was something that i always knew i would do which was hands and really what i wanted to do is specialize so even when i was before hands i was uh, dabbling some in in the nicu with the hand injuries of those little babies in the NICU and stuff like that. But you have to be like well-rounded, take classes. So part of how I stayed out of burnout was I was always learning. I was to enhance my skills so that I got out of the it's too easy part. And so things when they were new to me and stay so hard. So I, one of the things that I did for myself was I just, 
took classes. Um, I didn't have a program to join, but I can tell you right now, you know, at, at the stage where I am, I, you know, I still take classes. I still join programs. I join different types of mentorship programs, coaching programs, whether it be on the business side or on like as a clinician, I take stuff. I can still train my therapist and also I can train the people who are in my programs who depend on me to, to teach them in a way that helps them to develop their skills faster. So, you know, those essentially are the ways that you could, you know, stop it if you're potentially suffering now. And then really, it's not just about finding the signs of burnout, but it's really what can you do about it? What are you going to do about it so you can burn out? And you can take this, even if you, you can take this and apply this thing for the exam, right? But if you exam, you know, definitely come back and use these strategies to help you stay out of burnout so that you can study and get to the finish line of the exam. So whether you're it in November of this year or you, you need more time, you're like, yes, I need more time. Come study with me in May and let's go from this May to next May of 2023 and become a certified hand therapist then. All right. So if you are studying and you have questions about it and you want help, you want some structure in your life, you want some accountability in your life, you want some focus in your life to know, okay, what am I studying? Am I studying it right? You know, a lot of people wonder like, am I, am I studying it right? Am I covering everything that I need to? Am I moving from the topics that I need to be moving to? Do I know enough? This is all essentially what we cover in the program. And that's why you're getting the, the structure that you need, the accountability that you need, and the focus so that you can stop putting it off and just take the exam and feel about having studied in a way that makes you become that decision maker. Um, because in the exam, you're one there, you've got to be able to make decisions and it is all evidence-based and pick the best answer on the exam so that you become a certified hand therapist. All right. If you're looking, if you're studying, send me a message. This is my send me a message uh, hand gesture. You can, I'm going to, if you are watching on Facebook or, or on YouTube, I'll leave the link um, below. And if you're on Instagram, the link is in the bio, but you can always send me a message as well. And if you have any questions about it, let me know. All right. That's it for today. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Bye. Become the critical thinker, problem solver, and decision maker so that you can help any patient that comes your way and skyrocket your career in hand therapy.